Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self Podcast. I'm Macy Renee, and I am so happy to have you here with me today. I hope that your week is starting out on the right foot, and if it's not, remember that you are the driver of your life, and you can totally turn it around. Feel your feelings first. Then go turn it around and make the best of it. So this week, you guys, we are going to talk about our stories and how they serve us. And the reason that this is the topic is because I just talked to a client where we had some tough love moments and I let her know that this is something that really served me when my coach had this tough love moment with me. And before you're aware of it, you don't know what you don't know. So the question that she had was, okay, so here's, I'm just going to give you a low down context version, not any of the details, but we're coaching on something very specific. We have touched on it throughout different coaching calls over the last year and a half, probably, maybe longer. And I will give some strategies and she will implement some of the strategies and then she finds herself going off track. And the story that is in her mind about this particular issue is, why am I not consistent? Why do I know I need to be doing these things and get the strategies from you and still not implement them? Why, when I know that my life could be different if I would just do it, do I not do it? Why am I doing this to myself? Why am I not being consistent and showing up the way I know I need to show up to fix this problem that feels huge and yet I'm still not showing up? Can you relate to this where you know there is something that you need to be doing or maybe you're even working with a different coach or a therapist and they give you all of these steps that you need to take and you do them for a little bit or you feel immediate resistance and you don't do it at all. So here is what I said. I gave some tough love and I said love reason, the reason that you are not being consistent in doing what you know you need to be doing and continuing to do the journaling or the self-coaching or implement the strategies for a prolonged period of time to actually change your life is because your story serves you in some way. Your story allows you to continue being who you've always been and you don't have to change anything. Your story allows you to remain in the victim role of everybody else needs to change who they are or they need to be different or they need to do differently or my circumstances need to change in order for me to be happy, in order for me to change. Your story is allowing you the opportunity 
to wallow in the pain for a longer period of time where people understand why you are the way that you are or can empathize with you or can allow you to feel quote unquote seen and heard. And the alternative is taking radical responsibility and knowing that your circumstances may never change and you are still responsible for changing everything about your life, even if the things and the people around you do not. And that is why it is very hard to be consistent and to implement what we're learning, especially in coaching. And you guys, I battle this too. There are times when one of my coaches may say something or tell me to implement something and I immediately feel resistance to it. And I want it to be a different answer and I want it to be something else. And I'll tell my brain will tell me, I'm sure that's not the thing. That's too simple. That's not the thing. Or, uh, no, I don't think that that's it. I've tried that in the past. It didn't work. That's not the thing. Or I will implement it for a little bit and I don't see changes fast enough and then it feels like it's not the thing. And here's the thing. It always comes down to your mindset. It always comes down to your own thoughts. Always, always, always. And that is really hard to hear. We enjoy being in a victim role because it serves us. We don't change who we are or the mind or our mindset or our thoughts or our beliefs because in some way that story within our system, within our mind, is serving us. It allows us to be exactly who we've always been. If you are in a situation that is really tough in your life, it's easier to blame the people who have made you feel that way. For instance, in my own family, right, like we have experienced emotional and mental abuse. And it is so much easier to point the finger at those people that have caused that and be like, they're the reason I think like this. They're the reason I am this way. They're the reason my self-esteem is just the way that it is. It's their fault. And, you know, the reason that I don't do XYZ is because they taught me XYZ. And the reason that, and you can go on and on and on and on and on and on. And then someone can hand you the solution on a platter. And what is very normal for the brain is to be like, I'm in so much pain. Yes, give me the platter. And then as you start consuming the platter, you're like, oh, no. You know, if I if I change this, then I don't get to keep that story. Like, I don't get to keep feeling sorry for myself. I don't get to keep, you know, complaining about it. Nobody's going to want to hear it. Everybody's going to be like, oh, they're not going to want to hear what I have to say or, you know, in some way you can you can go back and trace the ways that it's serving you in your life. So for me with a specific family member, it really served me to make them the villain and it served me. It felt like it served me to share my story in the light with them being the villain. And if people didn't you know, no personal development, they would be on my side. And then I felt seen and then I felt heard. 
So then it was much easier to take on that role and keep replaying the story of, yeah, so-and-so is the villain and they've caused all of these things and that's why I'm traumatized and that's why I do this and that's why I say that and that's why I think this way and that's why I turned out the way that I am. And then you realize that the story that you're living in cannot be the story that you take to your future. Otherwise, you're going to be the same person. So in order to grow and evolve and to change, your story has to change. And when your story changes, you don't get to point your fingers at the other person. You don't get to have the villain. You don't get to have the person that has caused all the things because all you're doing is turning inward and turning inside of yourself and realizing that you played your own responsibility in that role. That in order for them to be the villain, you didn't have to take any responsibility. And that feels a lot easier for most of us. You know, it felt easier for me to point the finger and it felt easier for me to be, you know, be able to relate to people who've maybe gone through the same thing. And then when I decided I wanted a different life and I wanted a different outcome and I wanted to work on myself and I wanted to be able to not only coexist but be happy around people who have maybe even caused me pain without them having to change, I realized my story had to change. And it was painful to break up with my story. It was painful to go from victim right? And people understanding why I was the way that I was or thinking the things that I think to taking radical responsibility and being like, I'm responsible for my healing. I They're not responsible for changing who they are to make me feel better. I'm responsible for that. They're not responsible for changing everything about themselves or, you know, um, saying sorry for everything that they've done. I have to learn how to be content. I have to learn how to love myself. I have to learn how to speak up and defend myself. I have to learn how to share my truth. I have to learn how to step into my power. I have to do that. And what I've been doing my entire life is blaming this person, right? Letting them be the villain so I can be this poor person that like, oh, I need someone to take care of me. I need someone to love me this certain way so that I feel loved. I need to, I need this other person to talk to me a certain way so I feel safe. I, I need them to talk to me just so, so I don't feel triggered in my own life. And I, you know, that's how your story serves you. Like, I need you to be this other person. Like, even whenever you have, maybe you've had a past horrible relationship and then you go into a new relationship, what you may find is that old triggers still bother you. And you want to make them, again, even this new person you're in love with, a villain. Like, oh, don't talk to me like that. My ex used to do that. Oh, don't love me like that. My ex used to do that. Don't, oh gosh, don't say those things. You know, that used to really trigger me when so-and-so used to say those things. And what you're asking is for someone else to change and you're making them the villain rather than take responsibility. And trust me, when the roles are reversed, it doesn't feel good. How do you feel when someone blames you for something? Like, oh, well, you know, if this doesn't work, it's on you. It's your fault. Or, you know, I'll, I'll go to therapy, but if it doesn't work, I'm blaming you. It would never feel good because they're not taking responsibility, right? You're responsible for how you respond to the things in your life and you're responsible for showing up and getting what you came for. You have one life to live. You're responsible for that. 
You're responsible for healing the triggers that trigger you. Going back to the example of, let's say you leave a bad marriage, you leave a bad boyfriend, you leave a bad girlfriend, you leave a bad partner, and you go into this new relationship and they have some of the same quirks as your ex. And you're finding yourself triggered and then you find yourself trying to change them or tell them what they can and can't do because it's what you need in order to feel safe and feel loved. The work here, you guys, is to work on your triggers and you make yourself feel safe and you make yourself feel loved. And when other people come into this relationship, they know how to treat you because they see how you treat you. You have a standard. You have boundaries. You know what is and isn't acceptable in your life. You know who you are. When you're doing this work, you're working on healing your triggers. You're not waiting for other people to be what you need. You can be that for yourself. That's radical responsibility. And that means that you have to be willing to change your story. Because you can't take the same story of the past into the future and expect a different result. You have to be willing to hear what your stories are and be like, that's just a story. And the reason I'm not consistent and the reason I'm not showing up to my coaching calls and the reason I'm not scheduling and the reason I'm not investing in myself and the reason I'm making excuses about I don't have the money or the reason I'm making excuses about I don't have the time or the reasons I'm finding every single obstacle instead of every single solution to make this better is because I'm liking my story. It's serving me somehow in a subconscious manner. Right. When I'm when I used to invest, well, I invest all the time, you guys. But when I'm saying when I used to invest, it used to be very hard for me. And my brain would immediately go to I don't have the money or I don't have the time instead of solution focused of I'll make the time. I will figure out a way to find the money. Catch yourself doing this. Think of when you have wanted to invest in something. Maybe you've even looked at my programs or my one-on-one coaching and you've heard this little whisper in your ear of, I don't have the time, I don't have the money. Have you stuck with that story that is serving you in some way from having to grow, evolve, change, step into your highest self? Or could you be more adamant about telling your brain there's always a solution to every problem? I just haven't figured out what it is yet, but I'm willing to do the work to figure it out. When I started doing that, that changed the game for me. When my energy shifted from lack and poor me and I want people to feel sorry for me because I'm not able to afford the help that I really want to be able to afford and if I could afford this coach, everything in my life would change when really I already had the tools but I was letting so many other obstacles get in in the way because those helped reinforce my story of being the victim, of feeling, you know, pity, self-pity, of not being able to change, not being able to grow because I don't have the tools, I don't have the same resources, you know, it's whiny, it sounds whiny, and it served me, that's why I did it, I didn't realize it then, but that's why I was doing it, it allowed me to be who I've always been, then I don't have to be uncomfortable, if I'm being who I've always been, I don't have to be uncomfortable, But instead, I started realizing I'm finding a problem with every solution 
instead of a solution to every problem. And when I started going in with the energy of there's always a solution and I can support me and I can fall back on me and I can trust me. You know, I would go to make an investment and instead of needing to ask my husband just to make sure he's okay with it and make sure he can basically reinforce that I'm strong enough to follow through and I'm consistent enough and that the money won't go to waste because I'm actually going to show up. Because a lot of people do that too. If you go to make an investment, you want to ask your husband, not because you're being considerate, but because you want reassurance that they think you're going to show up. And when they don't, because they haven't seen you be consistent, then you say, oh no, they won't let me do it. It's too much money. They said that I don't, you know, follow through with other stuff. And they're right. They're probably right. That's you not leaning on you. That's you not trusting you. That's you not showing up for you. That's you not taking responsibility because that story serves you. You don't have to be uncomfortable. You don't have to feel any sort of resistance, right? When you go to make an investment that you wouldn't normally make, what it typically brings up is resistance. And, oh, no, too much. Nope. Oh, my God, if I if I actually say yes, if I actually sign this contract, I'm going to have to show up to every single call. I'm going to have to actually do the work. I'm actually going to be seen in a way I've never been seen before. Then I'm not going to be able to live in my story. And my story really, like as much as I tell myself it sucks, it's really serving me right now because it allows me to just stay as who I'm going to be for the next 50 years. You know, that's why we're not consistent. That's why we don't change. So whenever you do take the next step and you level up once and say yes to yourself, then you'll feel more resistance. Typically, this is clients coming to me and telling me everybody else is the problem. And then I will listen to that for quite some time. And then finally, when they have not figured out that they are also living in their story, then we, we get to a little bit more tough love. Because I always understand why maybe you're triggered the way that you are when I'm listening to my clients. Why something is coming up. Of course, it's coming from trauma. The body stores trauma and traumatic events. The body stores memories in our life that felt like jolting. Okay? And then we build the foundation for our life from that life-shattering, earth-shaking, jolting experience through a blurry lens. And it serves us because it protects us, right? But but when you're growing and evolving and stretching into the next best version of yourself and you actually want things to change and you actually want to feel happiness, you actually want to feel joy and you genuinely, authentically want your life to change, you don't get to take the story of your past into the future. It can no longer define you. You have to be willing to break up with it. You have to be willing to break up with your story. And that means becoming a different version of yourself when you decide to do that. So when you say, I'm going to be consistent, I'm going to do the journal work, I'm going to do the self-coaching, I'm going to show up on my coaching calls, I'm going to actually schedule them, I'm going to make sure I follow through with them, I'm going to make sure that I make the investment to be better, I'm going to make sure that I make the time. That's you ditching your stories. That's you showing up for yourself 110%. That's you actually communicating you want a different result. And the universe will support you when you do that because it actually feels the energetic shift. Saying you want something to change because you're miserable is different than 
ditching and breaking up with your story and actually showing the action steps to live a different life. So the next time you find yourself saying, I don't know why I'm not going to the gym every day. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time following through with this new eating plan. I don't know why I'm not showing up to therapy. I don't know why I'm not hiring the coach. I don't know why I'm not willing to spend the money. I don't know why I keep telling myself I don't have the time. I don't, I don't know why I keep doing that. Why do I keep self-sabotaging myself? Because you love your story. You're telling me or whoever else that you're miserable, but you're not that miserable. You're not. Because you're willing to use that story for it to serve you. Okay? So today was a little bit of tough love. But hopefully, if you recognize this in your life, you will now be one inch closer to making the change to recognizing your own stories recognizing how they serve you and recognizing that if you actually want something different, like you're saying, you have to break up with your story. You got to break up with it. You can tell it in the past from a hindsight 2020 view and it'll feel so much better than continuing your story for the next 20 to 30 years where nothing changes. I promise you the hindsight 2020 is so much better. It's the hardest work I have ever done in my life and continue to do. I still work with coaches. I'm a coach with a coach. I will always have coaches because when you're in it, you can't see everything. When someone's out of it, there's so much clarity, right? When you have that third party person, there's so much more clarity because they can see blockers that you can't see. You're living life with blinders on because you're in protection mode. You're ready to defend every single thing and shoo it away because you want the protection. And when you have a third party person there, they're able to clearly show you where you're going wrong. And as soon as you're willing to see where you're going wrong and be consistent with the work that it takes to change it, no matter how painful, that is you ditching your story and moving on to create the life that you want. And I want that for you. So just a reminder, if anybody has been looking into one-on-one coaching, my prices are raising October 1. Okay, so that's in like two weeks. So if you want to get a contract for one-on-one coaching, three months, six months, or one year before the prices raise on October 1, you need to be in a contract before October 1. Otherwise, you're going to see new price points. Becoming Her is the same price year round. $2,555 in full. There are payment plans available if you cannot pay in full. There's monthly payment plans available for you, okay? If you're looking into any of these and you have questions, you can check into macyrenee.com. If that doesn't answer your questions, please reach out to me and I would be happy, happy to get on the phone with you and have a consult to talk things over, to answer any questions that you have, anything. There's no stupid question, okay? I hope that you have an amazing week. Take care of yourself, love yourself, practice self-mastery, and I will see you next Monday. Bye, guys. Hey, girl, did you know there's a place for you to continue this work outside of the podcast? Well, there is, and it's called Becoming Her. 
This is my online and ongoing coaching container for self-mastery. Everything takes place online and is the best value for your investment if you're wanting to work with me. This is for women that want to create lasting change by learning how to master themselves, their energy, their mindset, and how to do the deep inner work. It's a growing community where you're supported for life with live online trainings, access to all previously recorded content, and two one-on-one coaching calls with me per month. It's an investment where you can rest assured you'll have everything you need at your fingertips and where there's one primary goal, becoming your highest self. If this has been something you're looking for, join us and be a part of the growth. You can find out more information on macyrenee.com.